right, guys, welcome to Real Talk with Coach Smith, the unexpected teacher. Today I have um, two very knowledgeable mystery guests with me. Um, I'm kind of protecting the innocent here, so I'm not actually going to share their names. We're getting to some really real talk today. Our question is, we are currently seeing a decline in students choosing education as their major in colleges nationwide. What can we do to have the biggest impact on increasing the number of quality teachers for the next generation? How would this idea be implemented and how much would it cost? Well, first we need to look at how teachers are treated now. Okay, let's dive into that. How are teachers treated? Uh, Teachers are treated with a lot of professional respect. There isn't professionalism in the field. So in turn, they are not telling people to go into the field. They're actually telling people to walk away from the field. This is not a good field to be in because they are not treated like the rest of the corporate world is treated. In simple terms, I feel like some people, parents sometimes, view us as babysitters. And Absolutely. I agree with you wholeheartedly. One of the things they do is they not only treat us as baby, like babysitters, they expect us to teach their child basic manners and basic moral obligations. Okay, so they're looking at teachers as some sort of pseudo-parent, if you will. Yeah. Yeah. How can we get away from that? Or do we need to get away from that? I mean, I I don't have an issue, like, contributing to, a, you know, a child's overall, like, being a well-rounded person Um, because I mean first and foremost I think it's important to if you don't see they have manners like hey like let's say yes ma'am no ma'am like thank you no thank you things like that Um, because I feel like that's what we essentially should be doing is preparing them to be a productive and good member of society so to speak so I don't I agree with that, but it shouldn't start just in the classroom. It should be a holistic oh, perspective. Well, yeah, I, it, definitely, for sure. I feel like it's at, it should be at home and at school. I mean, it's a two-way street. So if it's something that's so revered in the community, then why, when teachers sort of model that, are they viewed as unprofessional or less than? I, I wish I had a straightforward answer. I mean, we went to school. We have degrees. Some teachers have multiple degrees in Mm -hmm. special skill sets. And it's like still when you tell someone you're a teacher, oh, I'm sorry. Or, oh, thank you for your service. Like you said earlier. (laughs) Yeah. yeah. And it's like, okay, you know, I don't know. It's just a very weird stigma. So if you can change anything about the profession, what would you change? How can we get the respect that we deserve? It's so tough. And it doesn't have to be one thing by any means. You know, you can have a whole plan. I mean, one thing I would change, and this really doesn't have to, I mean, it kind of connects, I guess, but like, labeling kids based on their test scores I feel like that puts pressure on teachers and some people are like oh this teacher has great test scores they're a great teacher da, 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 da. 
And it's like, we shouldn't, we shouldn't be labeled as that either. Like we could be doing great innovative things in our classroom and then they take a test and bomb it. And now we both look like we don't know what we're doing, the Mm -hmm. kids and teacher. So it sounds like a lot of the disrespect isn't even necessarily generating from the community. It's internal. I agree. It's a little more internal because we are treated as not to say that a food worker is less than what I am, but we're treated like we have, we're cashiers at McDonald's, Mm -hmm. but cashiers at McDonald's get more HR uh, instituted. They get more respect just to be there. There are certain rules followed by the managers that we don't get. Absolutely. I, I can attest to that too. My time in my undergrad, I used to work for Netflix. Uh, answering the phones. It was awesome, riveting work. <laughs> but um, one of the things that we got was um, frequent breaks. As a teacher, as an adult, like you said, that has multiple degrees, you literally have to ask to go potty. Mm-hmm. You do. And if you don't ask, you get one minute in between to run to the restroom, the one restroom right, and the two three hallways shared by 20 teachers. Yeah. And a lot of times teachers are still, you know, lambasted for that because their kids were unattended in the hallway or they Mm -hmm. were clogging up this space or who was supervising them in the classroom. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I think ultimately it really starts at the very, very, very top. Like, who are we electing into, you know, political positions? Who's really out there and, you know, Washington representing us Mm -hmm. at the Texas Capitol really representing us because, I feel like it starts from there and it trickles down. Like everybody has somebody above them. So we can complain all we want, but it's like, you know, the person above us may not want to be doing this, but somebody above them is telling us and somebody above them is telling them that. And I just feel like it's one big. And that that goes back to the community being involved and the parents being involved and making Mm -hmm. sure that the teachers get what they need to have that professional environment and the respect they deserve instead of being treated like, Babysitter. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I feel mm-hmm. like when we think of, you know, the world-renowned Ron Clark, mm-hmm. he really did, you know, he's he started in, I believe, Harlem and, you know, really took his learnings from there and created his ideal school. What do kids really need? Mm-hmm. And, you know, reading about him and, like, seeing, you know, what his school does for the children in his community. I mean, of course, every school wants to be like that, but look, they're not taking a state exam. You know, like they're not having to do those things that are put on us. They're really, and like fully teaching the kids, like mm-hmm. what holistically. They, yes, holistically. Yeah. Yeah. Like what they're going to need in the future, like how to correctly look somebody in the eye and shake their hand and mm-hmm. like engage and say hello. And they, I don't know. I just wish every school could be like that. And I know they're like on a completely different level. I'm sure it's like probably like a private type thing, Mm -hmm. whatever it is. It's obviously not public, but just something has got to change. We cannot expect these children to be prepared for the real world Mm -hmm. when all we do is focus on one test. Right. What you could be a brilliant person and a terrible test taker. Mm hmm. And that's going to define you. And I guess even my bigger issue is 
we can look at what Ron Clark did and we can offset that's best practice for those students. Ultimately, students are humans, right? Mm -hmm. If it's best practice for them to feel safe and feel like they have food and stability and they're respected and they're loved, is it not best practice for a teacher too? I agree with that. So it's almost easier to me if we at least start with the teachers. Let's make teachers feel that way. Mm-hmm. I think once you get all the all of this into place, you'd have more people going into the field and it will be less about money. We all talk about money being a big motivator. Yeah, it's a motivator, but if it's a respected field, money becomes less of a motivator. Yeah. Right. Well, and I, I mean, I personally love who I work with. And so, yeah, there's some days where I'm like, oh my gosh, I just had the worst day ever. Or just like, you know, my kids bombed this test or quiz. But but at the end of the day, it's like, I love the people I'm surrounded with. So that's Mm -hmm. another incentive, like for me to continue to keep coming back to work. But that's you already being there, right? And we're talking about getting getting, people to, you know, major in it and get go into the profession. They don't get to find those little gems that we already know about. But if you don't have the teachers who are in the profession now talking about those gems, Mm -hmm. because a lot of us don't talk about them. When we go home, we're like, oh, these kids didn't even know how to do that strategy. I just taught them. Oh, man, why can't they do this? Mm -hmm. Learn. Remember this. We just talked about it last week. Yeah. Yeah. It's I feel like it. And also, you know, it goes back to the cliche. It's easier to talk about the, you know, the bad Bad stuff stuff. than it Mm -hmm. is the good stuff. Mm -hmm. But when you really start obviously talking out loud and self-reflecting, it's like, my week actually was, was really yeah. good. Like, mm-hmm. you know, Man, so, I love my students. Yeah. Like so-and-so yeah. wrote me this really nice card mm-hmm. and, you know, so-and-so is, you know, I don't know, just like the little things. And I feel like it's easy to let the bad overshadow it. Everybody's guilty of it. But I think what would be beneficial and this kind of just popped in my head, thinking back to college when they had like, you know, the college fairs at the beginning of the school year and like every, you know, organization or club was like out there promoting themselves you know, and I, it kind of sounds a little cheerleader like, but they had like the trifold boards with like pictures and other things that they've been doing awards and stuff like why not at job fairs? Cause you know, a lot of people, I remember going into a job fair, like super nervous, you know, mm-hmm. because it's like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to be talking to like principals and you know, you, you just really don't know what to expect, but I feel like maybe making it like that kind of fun environment, how we're always wanting to make things fun for the kids, like make it fun for the adults especially those fresh out of college kids that are coming in there like have it set up like one of those activity fairs that you would see at college Mm -hmm. have your younger population of teachers there and like saying hey like we know you've probably heard this this and this but let me tell you my experience because I think me coming into if I would have met somebody Mm -hmm. that you know seemed like they were my age or just looked like somebody I would connect with I would be like man like I could see myself working with that person right. or working so at that person's PR school. In general. Yeah, Absolutely. overall, like maybe allocating more funds to like have a team of, you know, teachers go out and do that, like really hardcore recruit, just like people recruit for colleges and sports. Absolutely. Why not recruit good teachers? Like TEA going and doing a PR program. Yeah. like I love it. Yeah. I think that would be super beneficial. I think that's a great idea. So to kind of reflect and recap on everything. So it sounds like us as teachers, we need to, you know, refocus on our purpose, sharing more of the good and not so much of the bad. But we also need to hold administration accountable, demanding more respect and in some instances more pay as well. But we have to start treating our profession like a brand and we have to go out there and 
you know, use our influence to recruit top talent just like corporate America does. And get out there and vote. <laughs> Absolutely. That's I love also it. what it comes down to also vote, 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 do your research on who's running in your community. Like, cause I know a lot of people focus on presidential election, but it's like, you need to look at the people that are running in our counties mm-hmm. because that's, who's going to go up to bat for us. And if it's not somebody who was a teacher or knows anything about it, like, no, <laughs> Mm-hmm. No, no, no. Check Absolutely. out their educational platform. Yes, yes. See what they stand for. Yes. So thank you for listening to us ramble on about our thoughts and things we would love to change. This is yet another episode of Real Talk with the Unexpected Teacher and, of course, my two mystery guests. <laughs> <laughs>